Welcome to episode 74 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by podcast listener, Catherine. Now, Catherine wrote to me with the question, I am so frustrated. I exercise every day, but I am just not seeing results. Why not? And so Catherine comes on and we dig into this question today. If that sounds like something that resonates with you, this episode is for you. And by the way, if you have a question that you would like to get answered, shoot me a message to Kim at kimschlogfitness.com with podcast in the subject line and tell me about your question. I would love to have you come on the podcast and I will coach you through and get you some answers and some results. Okay, let's take it away and listen to Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Hi there. Can you hear me? Good. Welcome. So glad we could make this call happen. Yeah. How are you? Good. Now, where are you calling from? I'm from Florida. From Florida. Okay. What part? Uh, Jacksonville area. Okay. Uh, Northeast Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Been there a time or two. (laughs) Way down to Disney World. Is that your dog? Yes. I have a yellow lab. He's excited. Yeah. (laughs) He is. Of course, he never does this, but now he's going to do it because I'm on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you live in Florida with your dog. Tell me about. Tell me more about you, because we don't really know each other. Just you know, a little bit that we've chatted back and forth on Instagram. I know, I know. I followed you for a long time. Um, so I'm a mom. I'm a wife, and I have a. I just my son just turned 11 um, on Tuesday, and I also have a stepson who just turned 21. Okay. So. Um, I work full time. It's busy around here. And um, yeah. What do you do for work? I am a coach myself. Um, Actually, I coach uh, at the collegiate level. So, oh, really? What do you coach? I coach golf. You coach golf. Okay. Fantastic. How long have you been playing golf? Um, My entire life. I played all growing up and probably since I was like about 10 really competing and then um, I played collegiately and then I played professionally and now I'm a coach. So Okay. Yeah. Got it. Well, that's so, exciting. Yeah. And so I, I have a lot of, um, yeah, so I've been active all my life. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. And does your family like to golf with you? Yeah, we're a big, huge golf golfing fan. He had really just athletic family, like mostly golf, but yeah, everyone's like my brother and my dad played collegiate football and, um, yeah, just, but everyone's kind of turned to golf now. So it's, yeah, we're, we're just a sporty kind of family. So. Got it. Okay. Well, Florida sounds like the place to live then if you're golfing yeah. all the time, right? Well, golf it's year round. Other than we're complaining about it being too hot. Mm. Pretty good. So, so okay. You reached out the other day with a question and I said, this yeah. sounds like a great question for us to talk about on the podcast. Cause I get this question quite a bit. So tell everyone what your question is. I think my original question was actually, I'm, I can't remember because I think I've asked you like, a <laughs> I can, I'll remind but you. It was I, about overtraining. Yes. I work out all the time. Yes. Like sometimes two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And some, that's not just cardio. You know, I lift, I do some, you know, body weight stuff. Um, I do obviously walk a lot. I'm on my feet a lot. Like yesterday, I think I had 19,000 steps. Um, I just do all the things and I have an Apple watch. So I try to close my rings. That's the big thing on that. And, um, I, I never see any results and I'm, I am, I am, I'm fairly like I carry muscle kind of naturally. Um, I come from athletically built people, so I do build muscle really quickly and I do kind of fall into that fear of lifting too much because I'll get bulky because Mm -hmm. that has happened. And, um, but like, I would really like to lean out a little bit more and, and I'm, I'm 44. I just put that out there. I'm okay with that. Like (laughs) being 44, I think age is a blessing. Um, so, and everyone's like, oh, well, you're just in your forties and this is just how it goes and you can't lose weight. And 
I'm just frustrated because I love to work out. I, I mean, I do it as a stress reliever. I would do it whether I was, you know, whatever weight I was at, I would work out. So um, it's great. I love it. And I think it's good for my mental health and probably my husband's mental health. And <laughs> so, and so just, you work out a ton, but you're not seeing the results you want. Right. And so you're, you're like, what is the problem here? Right. And sometimes I feel like last, I think when I messaged you, I was, I hadn't taken a day off in like a really long time, like three weeks. Yeah. And I think I was kind of like, I'm just tired. Like I felt whipped, kind of fatigued. And, and I did. So I kind of took the weekend off and just didn't do much. I think I walked. That was about it. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm, I do get most of it. I think, I think I'm like 90% there mm -hmm. um, in terms of nutrition and fitness and stuff, but I'm just not seeing results. So let me ask you this, get really clear for me. What results do you want? Like, what are you looking for? Well, I'm at, I'm currently at a weight that I'm not thrilled about. Now I have lost about seven, the scale was a little bit up this morning. I, it was like, I don't need to weigh myself before I got on the phone with her, but um, <laughs> so, I, so I've lost about seven to say seven to 10 pounds since April. Okay, since April. All right, help me with math. So beginning of April? Yes. So April, yeah, May, say... June, July, August, September. So six months, mm -hmm. seven to 10 pounds. Yeah. So how many pounds is that a month? That is, it's more <laughs> than a pound a month. Um, you know, a little less than two pounds, like like pound and a half a month, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and I... And how, can I ask how tall you are and how much you weigh? Yeah, I'm one, I'm one, I'm five, seven. And this morning I weighed 148. Okay. I started at about 155, which Frank is, is really kind of too, is too much for me. It's just the clothes okay. don't really don't fit. <laughs> Got it. And so is that part of the problem? Like you don't like the way your clothes fit? Yes. 100%. Got it. And so do you fit in all your clothes and they're just kind of snug or like you're not even fitting in them at all? I'm fit. I'm fitting in them. They're, there's two, they feel snug. Got yeah. it. So you're a pretty lean person at five, seven, one You're a pretty yeah. lean person. Mm -hmm. Um, you've lost one and a half pounds a month over the course of, uh, of not that many months. Um, right. so the first thing I like to look for when somebody says I'm not making any progress, like I like to see like what progress is there. And what are they actually shooting for? So the two things I notice here from you is that you're looking to get lean. And what does that look like? Tell me, like, what does the end goal look like to you? Uh, when, when I felt the best in my clothes, I weighed about 140. Got it. Outside of the number on the scale, let's just say scales for this moment in time, they don't exist. If the scale mm -hmm. didn't exist, tell me what the end goal would be. Um, for me to fit comfortably in my clothes. And I tend to be like a lot of women, I gain weight in my stomach, my midsection and in my thighs. And so I'm really self-conscious or about that right now. And that's, I don't see any change or progress there despite, okay, you know, um, I guess inches, you know, maybe seeing some uh, physique inches lost. Okay. Or and have you been have you been measuring inches uh, as you've been going along? I haven't. I haven't. And I was thinking about this that this morning that I wish I'd had. But um, I would say that the you know I I was put on a pair of shorts the other day and I was like oh well they're definitely more loose than they were like a year ago when I yeah um, and you know it's hot all the time here so you you have to wear shorts and you have to wear tank tops and you have to yeah. wear. You can't, otherwise you'll die because it's so hot. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and do you not feel comfortable in them right now? Is that what you're saying? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel great. And, and that's, that's a part of the end goal. Like you want to be able to put your clothes on and feel comfortable in them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got it. Got it. The reason I was asking specifically, like if scales didn't exist, because when I'm talking to a person who is lean, looking to get leaner, 
one of the things we can really work on getting away from is just that number on the scale. Because I got to be honest, like you could at this moment still lose body fat Mm -hmm. and the scale might not move that much. You know, like Mm -hmm. if you've been putting on muscle, you might like the way you look at 147, 146, 143. And so one of the things I would encourage you to do is to, there's no problem if you continue to weigh yourself, um, but not really fixate on what that number is saying, focusing more on what are your inches. So I would say um, today, go get a soft measuring tape and measure, measure your chest right across nipple length, measure Mm -hmm. your waist at the smallest part, measure your waist at your belly button, measure your glutes, like across the widest part of your glutes at your hips, and then one of your thighs and one of your biceps. Okay. Unflexed, biggest part of your bicep, legs straight, biggest part of your thigh. Write that down and remeasure at least once a month, every two weeks or once a month. Notice your inches. Okay. Work on the fit of your clothes. Pick out a pair of these pants or shorts that you really want to fit into, put them on. And then as you go, and we'll talk about what we're going to do to help you actually lose this fat. But as you go, put those back on and see how they're feeling. Okay. And then the other thing is pictures, like really getting good progress. And I look at your face here. She's like, okay, I wish you could see her face. I'm going to put this as a podcast and as a YouTube. No, so no, no. The look on her face when I just said pictures. Here's the thing. I, know it can be, I like, hate pictures. Like I know. And a lot of people do. But oh. especially for somebody who is lean looking to get leaner, it's likely the spot you're going to see the most progress is visually how different are you. Um, you don't have to show these pictures to anybody, right? You don't have to put them online. I'm not saying that you need an Instagram no, post about this. I'm saying happen. take the picture, put on a bathing suit, two piece, or sports bra and shorts, front, both sides, back. Do it every month, put them side by side, and look for differences. That's one piece of this is going to be seeing where the progress comes from. I think if you focus just on the scale, you're going you're gonna to remain discouraged. Um, yeah, because- I don't weigh myself that often because of that reason. Like, I yeah. Just- and I'm always like, you know, <laughs> she's crossing her fingers here, yeah, hoping, like, hoping it's saying what you want. Let's say a prayer. Let's light a candle. <laughs> let's, you know, get whatever it takes. Um, but realistically speaking, like if you felt really good in your clothes and you could put on your shorts and you were like, I feel great. And you know, you looked in the mirror and you're like, I like the way this looks. You wouldn't really care about what the scale said. Right. I, like hundred percent. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not like a you know, I'm, I'm not a small person in the sense that, you know, I just naturally carry muscle and I'm, I have muscular legs and I mean, I get, I know that muscle weighs more and I, I just, it's just frustrating. I think it's frustrating when you work out as much as I'm sure people like me, or I'm sure you talk to people all day long and that are really heavy, you know, or just active people. And they, it, yeah. And it's just, Let's talk about that. So let's talk about, so there's two things I want to talk about here moving forward here. I want to talk about your nutrition and Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about your exercising. Let's talk about this exercising. The volume that you're telling me you exercise is a lot. So Mm -hmm. how much of that is stuff for work and how much of that is just because you do it? Um, so work is mostly just walking, like walking golf courses or that's why you're getting like 19,000 steps a day. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I'm just being on my feet all day long. Like I'm, I definitely am not and I'm just not, a, I'm not a sitter. So even like with this time where we've been working from home sometimes or whatever, like I'll get up in between meetings and walk, do a lap around my neighborhood or something, or, you know, around the block or whatever, right. or up and down my driveway or, and then I used to run a lot. I used to run, 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 run. And then I recently, since the coronavirus got into um, where I do like a Zoom workout, virtual workout with my friends from all over the country. And we do we work out every morning together. It's great. And it's some days it's more cardio and some days it's more body weight, cardio type stuff like burpees, sit-ups, push-ups. And then like today it was arms and core. So like lifting weights, core, and then like a core exercise. And it's about 45 minutes. Um, And then usually after that, I'll go for a walk or a run. And then, you know, and then I'm kind of off to the races with work and you know, walking golf courses or whatever. So, um, yeah, so I'd say I do, I do about 45 minutes of that workout. And then I, I always just make sure I get my steps in every day. Okay. <laughs> At a minimum. And, um, 
So yeah, that's it. And then I am a little fearful of lifting like heavy, heavy because. Okay. Well, tell me about that. What do you, what is it like when you do lift? I get bulk. I get bigger. Like my arms get bigger. Okay. I mean. <laughs> tell me when was the last time you did that kind of lifting and what was it, what was it you were doing? Um, it was about two, I guess about two or three years ago, I was working, you know, just lifting heavy weights at a gym and I've always, I, I have always loved more of the cardio style workouts, but, mm -hmm. um, just because it's a, it is more of a stress reliever, but I just, I'm kind of, in, I already have like broad shoulders and I don't know. I just feel like I get bigger. Like I don't get smaller. Got Despite it. What everybody says so that you'll get leaner if you lift heavy. It just doesn't. And you're particularly like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want broader shoulders. Right. Like I have people stop me and they're like, are you a swimmer? And I'm like, no. Okay. I got to tell you, I'm looking at your shoulders and you have really nice looking shoulders. I will oh, say that. I, really, <laughs> I will say that. Um, okay. So when you lift, so you're working out like 45 minutes a day, every day. Yeah. From home. I do. I mean, I probably won't go back to a gym. I mean, I've turned my garage into a little bit of a gym. And so I just use free weights. The, the heaviest I have is are 15 pounds. Okay. Um, I have 15s, 10s and sevens. And then uh, other than that, that's pretty much the heaviest that I lift or Got add it. on. Yeah. So. Got it. Um, okay. So your main question you had originally asked me, like, could this be stalling my progress that I work out so much? Um, when you first started talking here at the beginning, it sounded like you were working out hours a day, but it sounds like you're working out 45 minutes a day, most day, every day of the week, seven days. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, I really do believe in rest days. They do help. Yeah. Um, I don't think like overtraining, if you would, if you were really working out several hours a day, I was thinking like, oh, this might actually be a person who is actually because you know what overtraining is, is the idea that your body cannot recover from the, the stress you're putting on it. It doesn't sound right. like that's where you're at. But that said, I will say, I do think it's interesting that you work out every single day. You're not happy with your results. And it seems like you might think that the answer is like more working out. Yeah. That's, that's just easier for me to. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll just um, go for a run or I'll take, you know, go for another walk or I'll walk the dog or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, and so you, when we spoke the other day, you said you hadn't had a rest day in three weeks, mm -hmm. three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was, a long time. It is. So yeah. So for, for the weekend, I didn't do much. I just kind of walked, just walked. So like made sure I got my steps in and that was a, got so. it. So it might surprise you to hear this. Or you might be like, yeah, I was expecting you to say that, but, uh, my clients all train three or four days a week and take Three, or three days off a month, a week. I would go crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what would make you be, what would make you go crazy about that? I, I don't know. I just, I look forward to it every day. I guess it's like the one hour or so that I have, you know, to myself and I look and now it's just like a social thing. So I get to see my friends from around the country and yeah. um, I just, yeah, I look forward to it. It's a big stress reliever for me. Yeah. So look, if a person likes to get movement in and like you're really enjoying it, I think that's great. If there's any part of this that might be like fear of what would happen if you didn't do it, like what, would you feel like any fear of like, if I do not do this, I'm really not going to get results? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think I used to kind of be in that space, especially when I was heavy into the running. Like I felt like if I don't run today, then I... You know, I can't eat or I can't do this, but I'm kind of moved past that. I think I do believe that your body, you know, you have to listen to your body and needs rest. Um, I certainly preach that to my student athletes. I mean, you just sometimes just need to do nothing. I mean, it, it's just the, the, a function of being a human being. So yeah. I get it. So no, I just really, I, I just really enjoy the, it's just really good for my brain if I stay active. Okay. Let's put a pin in this for a minute. We're going to come back to it. Let's talk okay. about your nutrition and then we're going to come back to this because okay. the, the real root thing here is you want to figure out like, why am I not getting results and how can I start getting them? Right. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about nutrition. Tell me about your nutrition. Um, 
I think it's pretty good. I'm sure everybody tells you that. Um, <laughs> I do track my cal. I'm kind of tired of it, but I do track my calories in you know an app on my phone, and I do the like desired body weight times 12 as my calories. I will say that I'm pretty good with sticking with that. Um, I don't. I don't really have problems with like overeating or what I will say that I, if I am hungry, you know, I get like, if I'm in the pantry and I'm overly hungry, it could be bad with like some Cheez-Its and goldfish and all okay. that stuff. But I'm pretty good. I base most, most of my meals around protein. Like I just had eggs and, you know, like a slice of Canadian bacon for breakfast. And, um, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good. I do like, you know, have some liquid calories in the evening. Um, I've been told, you know, I don't, I have fallen into some of these like, you know, car, don't eat carbs after three and never eat pizza and you have to give up alcohol and you have to drink a gallon of water a day. And so I, follow all these people on Instagram like you. And I do, I do think it would be nice to have a nice like balance where you can still eat what you want kind of. And like, if you want to have a cookie, you can have a cookie if you want to have a slice of pizza. So I guess, you know, maybe I think the evenings are the hardest for me. Um, I don't really overeat, but I, I tend to come home because I'm usually at practice all afternoon and then I, I do pack like a snack. So I usually try to eat something around three or four o'clock so that I'm not like a beast when I come home. <laughs> and I cook most of my meals and pack my lunch and I just feel like I do all the things and I still don't see results. And that's super frustrating, right? right. So like you're, th you're really mentally in this, like trying it and you're not seeing the results you want. And I'm kind of tired of trying. Like I'm kind of tired of trying and tracking and measuring out veggie straws and Cheez-Its and or whatever if I want to eat those things. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. Before April when you started, so you know, you've lost seven to 10 pounds since mm -hmm. April. Okay. Which by the way, that's not terrible progress. I, it's a little slower than mm -hmm. what I would shoot for. So when I'm working with clients, I'm looking for at least two pounds per month. Uh, on average, or a, a big loss in inches and pictures. And so we might, like I said, I don't have inches and pictures on you. Seven mm -hmm. to 10 pounds plus who knows what you've lost. It could be really good progress. It's certainly not terrible progress. So that's the one thing I would say is that in your head, you might be saying, I'm not seeing progress when you are. Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, that's not a super slow time on the scale. In your mind, what would have been a good amount of weight to lose in that time? What would be a good amount of weight to lose in six, in six months? Um, you know, I would have liked to have been at my goal weight by now, but I really didn't set out. I didn't because of, I think because of the virus and all that, I didn't, and there were some other things happening that were kind of difficult at the time that I, I didn't really say like, oh, I want to lose X amount of weight in this amount of time. I just kind of said, I'm going to clean some things up and stick to the, try to stick to this calorie range and see how it goes. And so there were obviously good, good days and bad days in there. <laughs> um, there were days where I probably went way over calories and, um, but it, it kind of works. So that's encouraging. And I am the, I think because I'm, you know, I see when you see progress, it makes you want to keep going. Right. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, so seven to 10 pounds, you were, you were looking, it sounds like the numbers you just gave me, it's looking like if you wanted to hit your goal weight, you were looking for more of 15 to 20 pounds yeah. in that time period, right. um, which is definitely, uh, it's on, it's on the high side. It's, it's a little unrealistic, like 12 pounds in that time would have been totally realistic. So a piece of this is getting realistic expectations, right? 20 pounds in six, six months is, is a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Um, and so having realistic expectations is one piece of this and knowing like, Hey, like I have lost seven pounds. I've lost 10 pounds. That's a lot of weight. Something I'm doing is working. So something you're doing right. is working. Right. right. Um, the things that stick out to me that are places for you to look at, to dial this in. And, and here's the other question I would ask you. I'm hearing a couple of things from you. One, I'm hearing like, I really want to get to this goal weight Two, I'm hearing I'm friggin' tired of counting out my veggie straws. I don't really want to do that anymore, right? Well, I honestly, I, I feel like I've been one of those people that's been 
on a diet like or something most of my life, you know, which is painful to admit, but. Hey, a lot of us have been there. I was there for a really long time. That's, that's, that's probably more people than it's not. Right. Yeah. So we're talking eight pounds right now, right? About eight more pounds. Yeah. So let me ask you this quality of life wise. Is it important enough for you to do things like clean up the number of drinks you have at night and not keep counting veggie straws? Um, you know, being for the next good couple of months and continuing to count calories, is that something that you're like, that's what I want to do for eight pounds? Or are you kind of like, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. And there's um, no right answer here. Yeah. I mean, I would actually just like it to all magically just fall off. <laughs> Like, I'd love to just wake up one morning and be like, oh. Catherine, I did not give that choice to <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know, I, I can, you know, I can do it. I can, I can do, you know, make some commitments and, and clean up things. For That's sure. not the question. Not can you do it? I a hundred percent believe you can do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's no reason uh, you can't. No, I do. I want to. Cause I'm, I'm worth it to you. And there's not a right answer. Cause frankly, like when it comes to the last five to 10 pounds, it can be a really big uh, difference in our quality of life for yeah. not that much difference. So let me ask, let's say like, let's say you do it. Let's say you do it. And some number of months from now, you have hit 140 pounds. How is your life different? Well, honestly, I would really, I would like to be able to put on my clothes and it not feel like a, a battle. That's what I feel like. Okay. Right you know, that's, and that makes, frankly, it makes me anxious <laughs> because, okay. and there's not a lot of opportunity right now, but I mean, like social occasions, going out on a Friday night, going out to dinner, or doing whatever with friends. And then I'm like, I don't have anything to wear. I'm going to wear, you know, running shorts and, you know, cause that's what, that's what fits and yoga pants. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, and then I look back and I'm thinking that for somebody who that's where I'm in that kind of spiral. I'm like, well, I just work out so much. Why don't my jeans fit? You know, it's just. So, so yes, okay, it is worth it. It is worth that it. question first. And then I want to come back to this, this discussion of what do you want to do? It's your nutrition. Like yeah, 100%. it's not, it's not your workouts. It's right. not your workouts. That's yeah. what this is. And you know, and we, we can find the clues to that and things like, Hey, I, you have been losing weight. It's a little bit of a slower progress, but it's not bad progress. But then you're like, you know, I am eating the Cheez-Its and I do have the drinks and that's all it is. It's those things. And right. cleaning those things up is going to get you the progress. It's like, this isn't a mystery. It's the, right. that's your answer. It's your nutrition. Right. It's, and I know, and you're like rolling your eyes and I'm like, <laughs> I roll my eyes too. It's freaking annoying. I don't want to eat less. I, I just want to know why it's like uh, exercise means so little when it comes to weight loss. I mean, you'd think that. Well, if you think about it, I don't know. I don't eat cheeses that much. Like how many calories is in a pretty big serving of cheeses? It's, it's gotta be how many, do you know how many calories? Are, like, do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't eat that. I mean, I keep that stuff around for my kids, but I mean, yes. I mean, I will say since following your um, feeds, I, I have cut back on like the mindless snacking a little bit, but I think it's like 20, seven Cheez-Its or 150 calories or something like All right, that. I just looked it up. 24 Cheez-Its is 257 calories. Oh, okay. Well, then the box yeah. is <laughs> You know how many cheese? like, I don't like Cheez-Its, but if it was something I like, you know how many, you right. know how many two, 24 pieces I could eat in a short amount of time? Yeah. So we're a talking a handful of Cheez-Its is 257 calories. You do two handfuls of Cheez-Its, like we're at 500 yeah. calories. Yeah. And you know, and it's those little things like you might feel like you're on point all day long and then a couple handfuls of cheese it's in and there's your calorie deficit or it's yeah. up enough of it. And that's really frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Really frustrating. And that stuff is so easy to eat when you're hungry. Absolutely. Or like while you're like, I'm cooking dinner or whatever. It's just yeah, really easy to grab. So if you think about that, when your question was like, well, why is exercise not the key then? Well, you think about that. How long would it take you to eat 24 cheeses? Yeah, five seconds. Right? <laughs> how yeah. long, how, if you don't burn 257 calories in five seconds when you exercise, no. right? No, yeah. Like, I would, you know, we can't really, all the numbers like Apple Watches and stuff, they're way inflated. But I'm going to guess like even in an hour of your workout, you might have burned off enough for one of the handfuls of cheeses. Maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe. Probably not even. Yeah. Right. And yeah. therein lies the answer. We cannot control our calories in calories out through exercise. We can't like, we have to focus on the nutrition piece, which is annoying. The exercise, yeah. <laughs> which is annoying. I'm not going to like, it just is. And I don't even eat. I don't even, I mean, I, people always tell me, they're like, gosh, you're so good. Like you eat so well. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and that's again, and we're going to go back to it again. Like, is it really worth it to lose this weight? And I have, I have a couple of options for you. Okay. And we're going to talk about this in a minute, but just really to drive home this point of like, why can we not out exercise our diet? Jeez, it's 24 or 257 calories. That's why. Like yeah. I decided I wanted some Oreos this morning. I ate Oreos this morning, by the way, yeah. and I checked it out. Uh, it was a couple hundred. I think it was what I, it was ridiculous guys, but I, I made a conscious decision to eat five Oreos before I ate breakfast. It was, I think it was 350 calories, 350 calories. Yeah. I enjoyed those Oreos. I enjoyed every last bite of those Oreos. Yeah. But if I was not paying attention, if I wasn't a person who cared about it, like that would have been out of my memory so fast. Right. Right. And, and I'm 350 calories into my day. Yeah. So Crazy. that's why we can't, out, we can't focus on, I am burning calories through exercise. Here's what exercise is good for the strength training piece is good to build muscle, mm -hmm. which is going to change the shape of our body. And it, it, um, is just healthy for us to have on our body, right? As we age, like we're going to, we're going to need that muscle. Our body starts losing muscle at age 30. So it's good for that. It's good for the cardiovascular benefits. It's good for the brain benefits. It's good for our mood. It's good for all of the, it's healthy for us to exercise. We do need right. to do it. It is not the key to losing fat. I know. <laughs> so to answer your question, that's why, that's why the exercise, it just doesn't matter when it comes to the weight loss nearly as much as the amount of calories we put into our body. Okay. So there's that. Then let's go back to this discussion then of, do you really want to take this trip of, I want to lose these eight pounds? Here's my question as far as the, the clothes for you. And you might be like, shut up, Kim. I'm not going to do that. And it's totally fine. Why not buy clothes that fit your body as it is now? Oh, I, I mean, I have those, I have those going on too. I do. I mean, I, we all have like, you know, I have a range in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I just feel like, um, yeah, I just, I feel bigger at this weight and I would like to feel smaller. Okay. And, and that's the thing, what it comes down to is I was just talking to a client this, about this the other day. She, uh, she's lost a ton of weight in the past year. She looks fantastic. And she's at the point, she just wants to lose these last couple of pounds. And we talk about, is it worth it for her? And she's decided it is. And she, um, she's had you know, big upheaval in her life, moving and all of the stuff. And has kind of gotten back into some old habits and she's working to get back out of them. And um, I said to her, here are your choices. One, we adjust your goal. Or two, we adjust your actions because she feels really crappy. I'm like, if, if you don't want to keep feeling really out of sync, mm -hmm. those, one of those things has to be adjusted because when you keep your goal at X, but your actions say Y, there's this, like, this discord in your brain, right? Like, right. I'm doing this, but I want this and they don't match up. And so one of those things has to change. So either you change your goal and you say like, you know what, I'm going to be happy with how I am right now and I'm going to eat to be healthy and I'm going to eat to maintain this weight and that's going to give me more wiggle room. And then my actions are fine. Like the way, if you're maintaining your weight right now, like those actions match up with that or that's changing your goal. Or if you want to keep the goal of, I want to lose some more weight. I do want to lose a size or two. I want to fit back in these clothes. We have to help you change your actions. Like right. otherwise you're going to remain in this frustrated state. Yeah. It's like a washing machine. I'm just... It's just the same thing every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those two things needs to change or you're going to remain frustrated. Either the goal changes or the actions change. Yeah. And I, I think the actions have to change. I mean, and, and I'm okay with that. Like I, I am, I'm very committed and I'm really, um, yeah, I just really want to feel good in my clothes. I think it's just important to, it's a great feeling to be able to walk in your closet and put on anything and know that you're, you look great and feel great in it. So yeah. Yeah. So my advice to you then is it seems like the calories you had set are working for you. It seems that your adherence to your calories is a little bit off, right? Because I, think I was, at, I think I calculated like 16, I don't know, 1670 or something or 1640. And I probably, okay. I'm probably re realistically at eating about 1800, which keeps me in at maintenance every day. Yeah. But I, 
the other thing is I am hungry at the 1640 or 1670, whatever it is. I, I seem to be hungry and I've done things like I put, you know, like the protein powder and, um, basing all my meals around protein. I've done all of that. And okay. I, drink, I drink an astronomical amount of water because in Florida, you're just dehydrated 100% of the time. <laughs> I bet. All right, so you, you're, you're 148 ish right now, right? Yeah. And you've been doing around 1640 calories, you said? Yeah. Like you know, on paper, obviously. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good number. Like I would even say 1640 to 1740. My guess is if you really hit that target well, and you, you could even hit on that upper end up to 1740, that you're going to see really good results. The key is, if you're going over with the alcohol and the snacking and those kinds of things, you're going to struggle. If you're feeling super hungry on you, here's what I would suggest you do. Like, let's have you go seven days hitting that target really precisely and see how you feel like really precisely, like count every cheese it, um, or don't eat them. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, Yeah. if you're going to have alcohol, be really clear about how much it is and log it in there. Like we're not saying cut these things out, be very precise and measure. And let's see, um, let's actually go longer. Let's go two weeks and see what happens. Okay. And then see if we need to adjust them. My bet is you could even eat a little bit more. I think you're just not doing, I think you're not hitting those calories um, is the thing. Um, and so you're hungry. Um, but it sounds like maybe you go long stretches in the day without eating, right? Yeah. So yeah, I do. I try to be, yeah, I don't, I don't like get up and have breakfast right away because I work out usually right away when I wake up, as soon as my son goes, I get my son going and then I do my workout and then I eat breakfast usually mid morning and then lunch. And then I usually plan a snack for like later afternoon and then I have dinner. So, um, but yeah, I drink a lot of water in there and then, um, but like, is it true? Like I, you know, if, if I ate 1700 calories of Cheez-Its all day long, like that, that's okay. I'm not, a, that's okay. I'm just saying. Like, it, <laughs> Could you lose fat is what you're saying? Yes. In like, that sense. Yes. It's okay. It's a terrible okay. plan. I'm not, I'm not suggesting. I'm not, I'm really not committed, that committed to the Cheez-Its. I'm just using it. I know. We're just, <laughs> <laughs> like, you He's know, or not donut. really the woman who eats Cheez-Its all day long, guys. No, I'm I'm either. <laughs> so yes, here's the thing. Technically, yes. I mean, there have been people who've done this. There's the guy, who, the professor who did the Twinkie diet. And yeah. he ate like Twinkies and other gas station type food and lost, I think it was like 20 pounds in some short period of time. Um, my coach, Jordan Syatt, did this last year. He did the, the big yeah. challenge. And he lost, I forget, I think it was like eight, eight pounds. And he ate a Big Mac every day. A Big Mac is 500 calories. He ate one every single day. So yes, you can have whatever you want. The trick is we have to make it so you actually hit those calories, including these items, which people struggle with, right? They think they can get these things in, but then they're hungry later, right? Because they don't know how to like volume eat. And so we really want to make sure that you're eating enough food to do that, really prioritizing the nutrient dense foods, things like fruits and vegetables and lean protein is really going to help. So you get a lot of volume. And the other thing that can really help with that, um, eating plenty of protein. How much protein did you say you're getting? Um, let me look at yesterday. I, I do like, I, um, I don't think I'm hitting like my, maybe my body weight, but I'm pretty high. Let me look at yesterday. Sorry. Um, uh, yesterday I had 98 grams of protein. Okay. Look, that's not shabby. It's a yeah. little, it's on the low side. I would, I would have you say like 120 should be like the minimum, like right around 120. Okay. Um, between 120 and 148 would be great. It okay. really does help you keep full. The other thing, so volume eating, that's things like lots of leafy greens, um, things like um, watermelon, strawberries, those kinds of things, shrimp popcorn, things you can eat in big quantities can really help with you being full. Mm -hmm. Protein is the number one thing that can help you stay full. And then the other thing is having some fat in your diet. I know a lot of people shy away from that because it has a lot of calories, but it does help. It helps the the sense of fullness to linger. And so if Mm -hmm. you have some avocado on your salad, I would, I, that is something I would weigh because wow, a whole avocado can be a lot of calories compared to right. a quarter of an avocado. But things like avocado, some peanut butter, some olive oil, having some of those things in there can help can help that feeling of fullness to stay with you. Right. 
Um, so, you know, I used to be a big proponent of like eat 0% fat yogurt. And mm-hmm. what I realized is uh, when I eat 2% yogurt, I stay fuller way longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For sure. So getting a little fat in your diet, including those calories can also help you to not feel so dang hungry. Yeah. Um, have we covered what do you think is like your biggest sticking point as far as the hunger and the snacking, or is there something else that you feel like is a big trip up for you? Is there anything else you're like, here's where I struggle with actually, um, being adherent to my plan? Um, yeah, I think it's the liquid calories. That would probably be the biggest thing. Okay. Tell me about that. I just feel like, you know, it's sort of ceremonious in the evening to come home and have a glass of wine or it's just nice. I like to do that while I cook. Uh, I do cook, you know, we eat at home most 99, 95% of the time. So I just look forward to it. Um, I don't have to have it, um, but I guess then it could bleed, you know, you're like, you have one and then you have two and then it's then you're on your third and, <laughs> and, is, and how, is that typically what happens? That yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what options do you see there? So we want you to stay in this calorie target. What are a couple of options? I think that come just from? cutting it, maybe just starting to cut it in half or like want, you know, just being settled on the, the one or going, you know, and then maybe going to like a sparkling water or whatever. Um, I've done that before. I did that at the beginning of this kind of whole journey back in April and um uh so you know it's just just it's just a habit it's just a habit like i start to cook and i'm like oh let's you know so i like what you just said i think that's a really great plan is to cut it back to reduce it um, and have a cap of one and then everything else is sparkling water i think that's a really smart plan I think we do need to talk here a little bit about the psychological piece because one of the things you said is like, I look forward to it. Like I come home and so what is it, what does it offer you? Like, what is that feeling you're after? Relaxation, like unwinding, um, sort of like it's, you know, we made it through through the day. Yeah. yeah, It's like a ritual for you to help you unwind. It's like the same, like, here I am. I'm home. I made yeah, it. I'm with my family. We're about all together. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like a heavy drinking type thing or anything like that. It's not, it's not a, a problem. It's just, yeah. But then I've also had, I mean, I've had other trainers and nutritionists and people who are like, you have to, you have to give it up completely. And, it, and that sort of is like, Whoa, like, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I want to do that. And so, I mean, cause I want to live my life too, but yeah. I think just, you know, having the, you know, the one and done is needs to be the change that I need. To I make. think that's a great plan. I would also say, I would encourage you to do uh, have a little project going on here to see if you can come up with something else in addition to that alcoholic beverage that helps give you the same feeling. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when we do these kind of like, um, this is like emotional drinking, emotional eating. I talked to a lot of people about this, right? What we're actually looking for, we're looking to create some different feeling inside ourselves, right? We go, right. we're home from work and we want the sense of like, ah, I'm relaxing into my day, right? Right. And for you right now, the thing that helps you with that is this glass of wine and why you're cooking. And it's this kind of like, this is what I do. And so looking for other things, maybe it's like, and it could be a million things. It could be like, I go out on the back porch and I put my legs up and like, I listen to music. It could, there's so many rituals you could put into your life that can right. eventually kind of replace that role of the alcohol. If it's something, if you're like, you know what, this really, I struggle to just stay with one. Like, like we're right. going to go with this plan if it's just going to be one. But at the same time as you're doing that, start exploring, like brainstorming. What are some other options that rituals I could have? You know, some people it's coming home and they take a walk with the dog. Some people it's coming home and they, you know, they sit and they, they lay on the sofa and talk to their kids. It could be all kinds of different things, but start brainstorming. What else could you do that would give you this like self-soothing moment of I'm home, this signals the night is starting, that's not the alcohol. Right. How does that feel? Like, would, can you do that? I can do that. I mean, actually I gave, like back in April, I gave up, I used to drink, so I used to drink wine, white wine, cheap white wine. 
<laughs> I, <laughs> I gave that up, like gave it up completely, like shut it down. And, and then I just moved on to like having one of those little seltzer, like a spiked seltzer or whatever. So that's pretty much what I have. So I haven't, I mean, that's a significant change, I think for, yeah. You know. And so that's, I'm really not even on the uh, having wine anymore. It's just like one of those little seltzers or whatever. Yeah. They're easy to, they're really easy to have a couple of those too. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I think just maybe doing one and one, like one spiked, one not, and then just kind of moving on with the evening, getting in the shower, you know, starting to read my book or yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're all a function of our own, you know, habits and how we move through the day. I totally get that. And it's just, I think there's just, it's like a 10% shift for me right now, really. Yeah. Just- I think that's a pretty big shift you've made. And I think your plan to just cut it at one is a fabulous plan. Yeah. Um, I think because what we really need to do is we need to get your calories to be uh, in reality what they are on paper. Because what they are on paper is a good number for you to lose weight on. And it seems really a sustainable number. So we just need to get you there. And if, if this is where the spot you feel like it's in, it does sound like it one led to two and two led to three that's a couple hundred calories right there. There's your deficit, right? right. That's the other couple of pounds you could have lost. So I know that, I know that work, well, I had a question and it left me. Um, I guess, so the working out just really has so little bearing on the. Look, there's a lot you can do with workouts to optimize them. Uh, working out can change the shape of a person's body. It's a little trickier talking, you know, right now, I do think the big dial mover for you is going to be the nutrition, like getting that in order. We can have another conversation about like how effective your workouts are. Mm-hmm. Rest days make our workouts more effective. Our mm-hmm. body actually, when it does its magic of, you know, I'm going to use the air quotes, toning our muscles, right? right? That look, you're looking for that lean tone defined look. That's actually going to happen when you're resting. It doesn't happen when you're hammering your body into the ground. Um, then there's the other hurdle for you, which is you really struggle to lift with intensity because you're worried about getting bulky. Um, these are all things that, you know, helping you to lift in a way that's going to be more effective can help change the shape of your body. It doesn't mean your shoulders need to get broader. I do think, you know, you moving to it, you know, and look, you could still have like, you could still have a day of workout. That's like a workout, but maybe it's like active recovery workout, right? Like, so we're doing a stretching workout with your friends, that kind of thing. So you're still moving your body, but it's not, um, it's not lifting. It's not high intensity interval training. Like it's a recovery day. Um, that kind of a thing. Um, look, walking every day is good, but you should have at least one rest day a week. Mm-hmm. I would prefer two, but at least one. Yeah. To really optimize your workouts, doing things that, you know, squats and deadlifts doesn't have to be with a barbell, but with a heavy enough weight so that when you're doing them and you get to the end of the rep range, you're, you're, you've pushed yourself. So if you were supposed to do eight reps of, of a goblet squat, you get to rep eight you couldn't do rep 10, right? You do rep eight and doing that, you're going to see changes in your body that you will like. And it's not going to necessarily be like you go from where you are now to you're the incredible Hulk. Like you will see changes slowly. And if you're really worried about your shoulders, you know, don't spend a whole lot of time doing overhead pressing and lateral raises and and those things. But you know, that doesn't mean you can't do rows. It doesn't mean you can't do some um, squats and lunges and deadlifts and yeah. you know, glute bridges, you know, and work on those muscles, but that can have a really big impact. And yeah, there's definitely room to optimize your workouts for sure. Yeah. And I would say, you know, a good place to start might be giving yourself a rest day a week, <laughs> even if it's an active recovery day. Yeah, I can do that. But, you know, really switching out of the mindset that the workout is the thing, is the key to get yeah. you the results yeah. is a big deal here. Yeah, it totally is. 100%. I mean, I, I saw something, I don't know if you posted it or someone posted it where it was like a person that is bedridden can lose weight if they're in a calorie deficit. And that I was wasn't like, me, but that's totally true. What? <laughs> like, how is that fair? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So Yeah. Okay. So here's the plan then. Um, you're going to work on taking one active recovery day. Yes. Okay. You're going to work on hitting your calorie target, 1640 to 1740. Okay. okay. Um, keeping that protein up minimum of 120. Okay. One 
alcoholic beverage in the evening. Everything thereafter is some form of beverage that is zero calorie. Okay. And you're going to start brainstorming other rituals you can have to relax yourself, signal that it's the start of family time. Okay. That's, a, that's a big, long list there. It is. <laughs> All right. And then, and then let's check back in in a month and okay. see how you're doing. Approved. I like it. All right. It was so good talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, we've been, you. we've been chatting like in DMs for a long time now, back and forth, back and forth. I know. I could talk all day about this kind of stuff. I mean, I, it's amazing that you get to do it as your job. But I do. I talk about this literally all day. I've been yeah. up to six and I've either been writing about this stuff or I've been talking about it. No, you're probably like, it's calorie deficit. It's calorie <laughs> deficit. <laughs> no, because here's the, here's the interesting thing about that, though it's true. Like when I'm talking fat loss, that is what it is. Yeah. There's all these things that lead to that, right? Because like for some people, it's the emotional eating. And for some people, it's the like, why can't it be my exercise? And, you know, yeah. There's all- well, I had someone suggest to me recently, they're like, maybe you work out too much. That's what I was going to say. Maybe you work out too much and it's causing stress on your body, which means you're, you're holding on to cortisol or you, your metabolism is slowed down. And I was like, what? So I mean, the holding on to cortisol thing, like when your exercise is a stress, it absolutely is. It is a stress on our body, even though it can be the good kind of stress. If we do too much of it, sure. Like it can have a spike in cortisol and cortisol can cause us to hold on to water. That's going to be in the short term. Like you're not going to like literally be stopped from losing weight permanently because of your, the amount of exercise. The other thing is, as you described your exercise, you're not like in the gym lifting, you're not doing two a days for two hours and, you know, lifting heavy, yeah. like that intensity. And I was at, when you first started talking, I'm like, maybe that's what she's about to tell me she does. Right. Well, <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm highly active. I would, I guess I sort of misrepresented that. I think I'm very active, meaning I don't sit behind a desk. All right. Day and you are, you know, like, which is a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing when it comes to weight loss. That can be really useful. Um, yeah. But, uh, and you know, and we might find that you can even eat more calories than, than this because of your activity level. You might be able to lose weight on 1,800 calories or 1,900 calories. Frankly, I think you probably could. Um, and that would help with the hunger. Um, yeah. I'm not very nice when I'm hungry. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it. You are a very active person. So, you know, I would say even staying close to that upper end, that 1740 would be a good thing. Okay. Um, and being really consistent with it. Yeah, that's, that's been the struggle is the consistency. So I, I mean, I'm good for like, you know, three or four days, maybe five days. And then I'm, I mean, I don't ever go like off the rails, but I, I think I need to be consistent for you know, two to three weeks for sure. Yeah. And let's um, take some progress pictures, do some measurements, try some pants on because the scale is not going to be the be all end all here. I know yeah. you're, <laughs> I'm going to message you later tonight and ask you if you took pictures. Okay. I'll do it tomorrow morning. I'll do it tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> and then DM me and tell me you took them. You don't have to send me the pictures. Just tell okay. me. <laughs> I will for sure. Okay. Thank because it, that. and you know, realistically speaking, like it's going to take a good month for you to see some results here. So we'll stick this with us for a month. Okay. A whole month. I like it. It's the first of October. Let's, let's do it. First of November. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right. It was good talking to you. Yeah. Yep. Have a great okay. day. Bye. You, you too. too. Bye. Thanks so much for being here and listening in to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational all the kinds of ational. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much.